Blog Talk Radio.
Divine, all blessed, peace and love, joy and prosperity, unity and community. You are now listening live and always in archive at your leisure and convenience to Divine Prince, an African spiritualist, practitioner, author, and advisor, Elagun Oloye, Hudu Obeya Bokor, sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, metaphysical, cosmic, universal, evolutionary, revolutionary, healing, and holistic from a pan-African hoodoo world spiritualist perspective, understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing. If you can just see beyond the veil, for it is all just an illusion and a test and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, reiteration, and my ever-living reality. It is crucial to the very foundation of my understanding, my teaching, my walk, my works, my demonstration along this divine, all-blessed life path and journey. It is how I, Divine Prince, make sense out of all that we are challenged with here in our daily existence on Mother, Father, Earth. And it is my personal place of power, place from where I begin, the place from where I realize and crystallize all my endeavors, understanding that I and I alone create and co-create my divine destiny, and I and I alone create and co-create my divine all-blessed reality. And so it is, I say. Today, this Friday, October 26, 2018, I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you live, virtually, verbally, cosmically, quantum universally from this working temple of the house of the Divine Prince, Hoodoo Central, Black Hawk Voodoo, in this legendary, historic, beautiful, and most enchanted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this spiritualist hoodoo, obey a life path and journey, passing down the great opiate stick, along with the knowledge of the healing, life-giving herbs, roots, plants, rituals, spirits, minerals, and the story, the history. So please do continue to join me here live at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time and always in archive at your leisure and convenience at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the divine prince. My live listening and call-in number is area code 347-215-8967, 347-215-8967. And, of course, my website where I can be reached, my freshly reborn website. I've made some changes. I've updated a few things. I've even included a few new uh, pictures and videos for you to enjoy, and that can be uh, shared at www.houseofthedivineprince.com. All is truly and indeed a blessing. And I always want to acknowledge and give reverence and thanks to the illustrious artist, Benny Hunter, 
who shared Grigri suit with us here on the show. Grigri suit. And of course, Kalamuya Salam, the poet who has provided Congo Square for us to enjoy and share here on the show. Please also be mindful that me and Historic Tremé and Denise Augustine and Voodoo Queen Kalina Laveau and several other people have come together to share our sacred stories, www.oursacredstories.com. Who needs help? What can we do to make a difference? How can we start? How can we assist? How can we do more? For indeed, we on the shoulders of great ancestors. The ancestors have the first word. The ancestors have the last word. The ancestors are our very being. And while we do what we do, and while we are here to present this revolutionary revival of hoodoo, New Orleans voodoo secrets and recipes, we are living in a time where people are seeking answers, people are seeking change. And with all the technology at our fingertips, the work is often overlooked in the searching. We want a quick fix. We want a quick answer. We want a quick book tell-all that contains absolutely every capsule of our existence, our being, our culture. And, and indeed, we are squaring the circle in that our very being, our very culture, our very essence cannot be encapsulated, cannot be contained. The ancestors will ultimately have their way. The ancestors ultimately will press forward the agenda of the community, and the lineage will continue. The voodoo will continue. Uh, it is not a, a fad. It is not a trend. Uh, we appreciate the popularity, the sudden interest and popularity in voodoo in a time when no one wanted to represent voodoo. No one wanted to claim voodoo. No one wanted to speak truth to voodoo. And so now, with the age of of technology, we now have this this revitalization, this revival of not just voodoo, but African traditional religious systems in general. And so my motive hasn't changed. <laughs> my position hasn't changed. Uh, my raison d'etre has not changed. And it is indeed the revolutionary revival of voodoo, authentic Louisiana voodoo, authentic Delta voodoo, authentic voodoo as it has always existed here in America among the Africans not only transported here who brought the voodoo, but in the blood and, and lineage and descendants of those forever continuing to not only be born here, but to pass on this knowledge and this tradition, the lifestyle, the practice, the religion 
of voodoo. No one was claiming that <laughs> until now. It has a certain popularity among many throughout our global community, if you will. Voodoo came to Louisiana along with the original African encaptured uh, Africans that were brought here through the Middle Passage, brought into slavery. When we understand with clarity the history, the introduction of voodoo came with the first nine ships, came with the first slaves that were brought here. Chattel slavery was introduced by French colonists to Louisiana in 1706. 1706. Uh, just for a quick note, because I don't intend to digress very much. I don't have a whole lot of time. The French Revolution ended in 1804, said to be January 1st, 1804. Shuttle slavery was introduced by French colonists to Louisiana in 1706 when they made raids on the Chickamacha settlements. Thousands of indigenous people were killed, and the surviving women and children were taken as slaves. The enslavement of natives, including the Atakpa, the Bayogula, uh, the, the Bayo Gula, the Natchez, the Choctaw, the Chickasaw, the Alabaman people, and many others would continue throughout French rule. While Native American people had sometimes made slaves of enemies captured in war, we also see this behavior, this activity in, in West Africa. They also tend to adopt these captured into their tribes, incorporating them among their people to some degree. The French introduced African chattel slavery to the territory in 1710 after capturing a, a number as plundered during the war of the Spanish succession, trying to develop the new territory. The French transported more than 2,000 Africans to New Orleans between 17 17 to 1721. On at least eight ships, the death toll for Africans and Native slaves was high. Scurvy and dysentery, widespread because of poor nutrition and sanitation. And although sailors also suffered from scurvy, enslaved Africans were subject to more shipboard diseases, owing often to the excuse of overcrowding but we know that there are many other uh, reasons that disease and death would have, been, would have been high. The Spanish rule, when Alejandro O'Reilly reestablished Spanish rule in 1768, he issued a decree on December 7, 1769, which banned the trade of Native American slaves. And although there was no movement towards abolition of the African slave trade, Spanish rule introduced a new law called Coatacion, 
which allowed slaves to buy their freedom and that of other slaves. A group of Maroons led by Jean St. Milo resisted re-enslavement from their base in the swamps east of New Orleans between 1780 and 1784. On May 4, 1995, 57 slaves and three local white men were put on trial in Point Copie after a slave insurrection during which several planters' homes were burned down. Planters discovered Fiori de Limpat, a book which included the Declaration of Rights of Man of 1789 in one cabin. The trial ended with 23 slaves being hanged and their decapitated heads posted along the road and 31 slaves sentenced to flogging and hard labor. All three white men were deported with two sentenced to six years forced labor in Havana. We acknowledge St. Milo, Voodoo Queen Kalinda and I first acknowledge St. Milo in ritual, in ceremony, in Voodoo, annually in Jackson Square, June 19th, in Jackson Square. So the demand for slaves increased after that in Louisiana and other parts of the Deep South. After the invention of the cotton gin in 1793 and the Louisiana Purchase in 1803, so the introduction of voodoo into Louisiana, let's be clear. Let's speak the truth. They say speak the truth, shame the devil. Enter Louisiana with the original here. Louisiana had a well-established system of voodoo here before any introduction of Caribbean. Uh, some stories try to say West Indian. Some stories try to say Haitian. Some stories try to say Cuba. And the reality is, is that voodoo existed in Louisiana since the arrival of the first slaves in early 1700s. It first appeared in Colonial Annals in 1773 in a strange litigation known as the Grigri case. The word Grigri referring to the placement of an evil spell upon something through charms and incantation. For the matter to be thus entitled suggests that this must have been a familiar term in Colonial Louisiana. The matter involved a Guinean slave named Carlos, owned by a planter on the German coast, who was tried along with two other slaves for plotting to kill their overseer. Carlos was accused of having concocted the Gregory to effect this. The mixture in question had been discovered and reported by another slave and was believed to be the cause of an illness which had afflicted the overseer for some months. Specialist examining the Grigory concluded that although nauseating, it was doubtful that it was life-threatening, and the charges against the three were dropped. In 1782, Louisiana's governor, Galvez, prohibited the importation of Negroes from Martinique 
explaining that these niggas are too much given to voodooism and make the lives of citizens unsafe. This ban was lifted in 1803, planters fleeing the revolution in the West Indies began arriving a few years later, bringing with considerable numbers of West Indian Negroes until the arrival of these so-called Santo Domingo Negroes. New Orleans had hardly been seen, had hardly seen uh, outward in public manifestation of a voodoo ceremony. These practices were then virtually unchanged from the African ancestors had always been a part of the the knowledge in the memory bank of our ancestors. You'll never be able to convince me that our ancestors somehow forgot to count once they got on a boat, once they got on a ship, once they crossed water, somehow they forgot how to count. Yet we acknowledge the presence of rhythm, of dance, sometimes by name, in Congo Square, while denying the power thereof, while denying that our people had any remembrance of the voodoo, the tradition. So I've often said, this is not brand new. This is not a special show. I've been doing this show 10 years. I've said since the beginning, since the very beginning, that we acknowledge the Haitian Revolution. We acknowledge the Haitian Revolution and its effects on not just Louisiana, but slave culture and black culture in America. But they didn't introduce voodoo. Voodoo was already here. They may have made voodoo a little bit more out and open now, a little bit more uh, easily uh, pronounceable to some people who otherwise remain hush, didn't know what to call it, called it something abstract. But now you've got words for it, if you will. But our traditions have maintained themselves through the people who continue to do the work to the people who are committed to doing the work, to the people who are committed to acknowledging these ancestors and the presence of this power and this healing and this gift in our bloodlines, in our DNA. One of my requirements, many of you know, is DNA. Just coming into any kind of ancestral work with me, I ask people to have their DNA done. We have romanticized particular pasts, particular ethnic groups, particular traditions, and we now carry their words into many facets um, of our presumed spiritual walks. And we say Alafia, and we say Ashe, and, and we speak Yoruba, and we acknowledge Orisha, but we don't then go further to clarify just how much Yoruba are you? Just how much Fon are you? Just how much Akan are you? Just how much Eve are you? Today we have the technology in which to provide that information from multiple sources and to gather 
a, a pool of growing, ever-evolving information that supports the revolutionary revival of authentic voodoo practice. I also want to remind you, too, before I run out of time, because y'all know how long-winded I can be, fourth annual Voodoo Conjure Fest 2018. Fourth annual Voodoo Conjure Fest 2018, New Orleans, Louisiana. From December 26th today to Halloween, Voodoo Queen Calenda Laveau's birthday, Halloween, uh, we will have the, the ceremony that many of you have come to know and appreciate with the ancestral offerings at the Mississippi River. Please wear your white. Bring offerings of fruit and flowers. Drummers are welcome. We will start in Jackson Square, 700 Decatur. Uh, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Please arrive by 5.45 to be a part of the, the ceremony. Please wear white. Wear your white ritual clothing would be preferred. Donations are always accepted. We are also offering private tours, readings, rituals are also available. Handmade items are available. Please do contact the show and I'll get you in touch with both myself and Voodoo Queen, Kalinda LeBeau, and make sure that you have all the information um, for this event. On tonight, there will be a showing at the Ashe Powerhouse Loa Spiritual Family Exhibition, curated by a local photographer and artist, Gaston Aysan an exhibition of ritual photography, art, altars, panel discussion featuring performances by myself and Voodoo Queen Kalina Laveau and Kamal and the Chakra Dance Theater. And we invite you to be at Ashe Powerhouse, 1731 Barone, this evening, October 26th, 7 to 10 p.m. On tomorrow... October 27th, All Souls Ritual by Voodoo Queen Kalinda Laveau, Old Number 77 Hotel and Chandlery, 535 Chapatula Street, 530 to 7 p.m. Readings, Grigri, Dolls, Potions, and more from 1 to 10 p.m. And then, uh, on Sunday, October 28th, Living Legacy of Marie Laveau, Blessing of the Drums, hosted by Voodoo Queen Colonna Laveau, Luther Gray and Congo Square Preservation Society, of course, House of the Divine Prince, Tai Mecca, Respect the Voodoo. It will be a celebration of the legacy of Marie Laveau and her influence on present-day spirituality and culture. It will be in Congo Square, 701 North Rampart Street, noon until p.m., sponsored by Congo Square Preservation Society, Voodoo Queen Kalinda Laveau, Voodoo Chief Divine Prince. There will be ritual music, culture, community. We are always grateful and honored consistently shown up and participated um, in both Voodoo Queen Colonel Laveau and myself events over the years. Um, those who have 
discovered and shared Congo Square with us and have remained a part of that community or uh, when you're in town, you come and, and share with, with us in, in that space. We are indeed honored and grateful by your and we continue to evolve new ideas and new events and new ways of um, reasserting authentic New Orleans, authentic Louisiana voodoo um, to its rightful place as a valid practice, a valid tradition, a valid religion, a valid lifestyle. Until next time, remembering that all is truly and indeed a blessing. If you can just see beyond the veil, for it is all just an illusion and a test, one of the greatest divine mysteries of this lifestyle. Ashe. Congo Square. The Omus Indians. The Omus Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, the almost Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival, Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, and as the colonizers came, our host, the almost Indians, they pushed aside our host. The colonizers came and pushed aside our host and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Le Place de Congo, we Somehow, and the how of our somehow persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, Thusly, we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves, save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses, double and triple crosses, the middle passage, the first cross, Christianity, the double cross, and capitalism, the ultimate triple coup de grace cross of our captivity. But the terror of crosses notwithstanding, we sang. We 
beat. We be, we was, and is. Hail Congo Square. Congo, Congo Square. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated inside the beat of us. Inside the beat of us. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate. A world harrowed by the beat. Be, beat, being, beating, being of black heart drums. Heart beat. Heart beat. Heart beat at this place. At this place, be heart beat, beat. We beating place in new world space. Beating, being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace. Our dance is the God walk. Our music, the God talk. First thing we do, let's get together. Circle ourselves into community. No beginning, no end. Connected together and singing, ringing, Singing in a ring. Second, let's be original, aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we are. Be bambula dance. Be banza music. And sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy, must retain and pass on the essential us-ness that others want to dissipate with out of us. But no matter, no matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, Deep inside us is us. Deep inside us is us. Remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free. The beat to free us. It is morning. A sun day. A feel. A feel. Without shade, but dark, dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades, eclipsing the sun with our elegance. 
We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember. To beat, to be, beat, Congo Square, be, Congo Square, beat, be, beat, be. Congo Square. Beat. 